This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. At the dawn of the 21st century, Michael Flatley, the Lord of the Dance, created a beautiful film of incalculable cultural value, an action-packed remake of the old classic Casablanca for the modern age. For reasons unconfirmed, this film has been hidden from the public. By trawling through the deepest parts of the dark web and a box in the back of Mr. Flatley's closet labeled Jim Stuff, we found enough of the script to deliver you the masterpiece as it was originally intended. This is the Bootsy Boys Michael Flatley's Blackbird. Looking for something worth dying for? Dancing hot sex man adventure romance He will kick several Nazis and get in your pants He's got two guns, looks young for his age He's the fucking Blackbird! Previously on the Bootsy Boys, Michael Flatley's Blackbird Having narrowly evaded Nazi capture and witnessed the destruction of his bar Look out! General Meyerkopf is here again! Your famous gift of the gab won't work on me, Blackbird. It's ein Bomb. Our hero Mick reluctantly agrees to join Old Flame Isla and her mysterious partner, Laszlo. I really hate those blasted Nazis. Nazis, Nazis, Together, they plan to ambush the Nazis via an elaborate musical production. Now united, our three heroes set off on their journey east in search of inspiration in Episode 5. Cry havoc and let slip the Blackbirds of war. Our heroes, Mick and Isla, travel across Morocco's infamous Sahara Desert on camelback. Laszlo sweats profusely. Mick and Isla sweat attractively. Mick more so. Laszlo starts to sway dizzily in the heat. It's so hot. (laughs) He drops to the ground. Laszlo! I got him. Drink up, brother. I can't. It's your water. Don't worry. Old Mickey Finn will keep me company. (laughs) I should have rationed my water. Who'd have thought the desert would be so hot? Mick, your camel. Suddenly, Mick's camel collapses from the heat. Elijah! Mick rushes to his fateful steed and whispers in his ear. Is he whispering to it? Whatever he's doing. It seems to be working. Elijah the camel begins to rise to his feet. You talk to animals now? Just a few phrases. Mick shares a moment with his trusty camel steed before kissing it gently on the snout. Is that a hawk? He says we're nearly there. Exterior, an ancient monastery in the desert. Our trio dismount at the giant steel doors of an ancient desert monastery. Mick approaches the doors and begins to slowly force them open with only his huge arm and his other huge arm to help him gain entry to the ancient monastery in the desert. Mick pushes further, his biceps, triceps, and all his other arm muscles, including ones as yet undiscovered by human science, bulge. It's so awesome. The doors scrape along the ground, irreparably damaging the 14th century mosaic floor. 
classic Nick. All brawn, no brains. There is the doorbell, you know. The doors finally burst open thanks to the strength and determination of a man who has never once cried myself to sleep over a failing marriage. Wow, Mick, quite the Ubermensch. I'd love to study your bloodline sometime. Inside the chapel, the walls are flanked by rows of bookcases, priceless artifacts, and dusty shelves of wine. Hooded monks look up from their parchments and stare in disbelief as our heroes and Laszlo make their way to the now collapsing entrance. Don't worry, I'm fine. Laszlo admires the religious iconography on display. Religious man, Mick? Lapsed. Mick looks up at a statue of Jesus H. Christ and gives it a nod of recognition from one misunderstood visionary to another. A parched Laszlo eyes corked dusty bottles of wine. Do you think the monks would mind if we had a taste? We're all so thirsty. Mick, I'll pour us all a glass. Wait, what's that smell I'm smelling with my nostrils? Laszlo, you idiot! (gasps) This isn't wine. Someone's smuggling explosives. But whom? And to whom? And to where? And why? And why wine? And why a monastery? And how? Quiet, Laszlo, you turd. My birdie senses are tingling. Doors ominously begin to slam shut around the ancient desert monastery as monks rise from their seats and circle around them. You know, all I wanted was a place to rest for the night. I'm afraid this resting place will be your last... One monk steps forward and removes his hood. He's wearing a monocle, and he has a mustache. It's... it's... Colonel Meyerkopf! General Meyerkopf's identical-sounding Austrian brother, with bleached hair! The monks sure have some style, don't they? Isla, honey, do you think I'd look good in a monocle? Be honest. These aren't monks, these are Nazis! (laughs) No way! Get out of town! That's a crazy thing that you're suggesting and insinuating. What what do you think would bring them here anyway? The monks disrobe to reveal Nazi uniforms with Nazi guns and Nazi bullets that they proceedingly load into their Nazi guns. Father, forgive me. Mick immediately begins his onslaught of lead. Take this. His hurricane of metal vengeance. And that. His tornado of terror. And another one. Isla helps out. The haze of bullets quickly overwhelms the Puggy trio, and they duck behind rows of scrolls. Things are getting spicy. Laszlo's cowardly gun jams, so he hides underneath some rubble like a spineless deep-sea squid, the natural enemy of the Blackbird. I don't want to die. I have a fear of being shot. There's too many of them. We'll have to be resourceful. Mick takes an ancient bound manuscript with the words Magna Carta First Draft inscribed on the cover and fastens it to his chest with his belt. He charges forward. The bullets riddle the ancient text, but he is left unharmed. <gasps> oh, fuck! Some things aren't worth dying for. Mick peels through a dozen Nazi monks elegantly, like a swan on a fucking lake, but with two guns! 
Mick clicks his feet to reveal shoe blades. He cartwheels, decapitating two evil soldier monks. Jesus! Please, call me Mick. That was really quite gruesome. It's just like old times, eh, Mick? A henchman throws a bottle of explosive in his direction. Mick jumps, spins, and with a high kick, sends it into an old bookshelf. Like a kickboxing Mikhail Baryshnikov, but with two fucking guns! The last remnants of a hundred ancient folk and tribal languages are immediately and awesomely engulfed in flames. Ah, tut, 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 Mick. All the flashy moves, none of the discipline. Kind respect. You're no soldier. You're a dancer, like what is his name? Billy Elliot. Mick rips the spinal column from another man's back and swings it around as a whip, knocking two more to the ground. What a pro. That was the most horrific thing I've ever seen. Be aware of your surroundings, Mick. We are everywhere. We are masters of disguise. A cleaning lady comes around the corner. Mick blows her head clean off. No, I didn't mean... The postman arrives at the post of the day. Mick delivers a knife to his fucking eye. Honestly, Mick, I... An altar boy peers out from one of the caverns. Say your prayers. Mick moves to snap the child's supple neck, but Isla intervenes. Mick! He's just a child. God, I nearly killed a child. That's awful. Meyerkoff will pay for this. Come and get me, Mick. Mick faces Meyerkoff. Mono el mono. Ouch! You slept me! Try this! Ah, punch to the face. Well played. But can you hit a moving target? Meyerkoff is momentarily mesmerized by mixed Celtic mysticism inflected maneuvers. Tap, tap, double tap, dilly tap. Hiya! Owie! Impressive Emerald Isle fighting style. But tell me, have you ever studied the martial arts? Just some moves I picked up from Chinese samurais in Nepal. Ever heard of it? It's a place. Karate chop! Ow! My nose! It really stings. A piece of the monastery roof suddenly comes crashing between them. Mick and Colonel Meyerkopf continue to battle as they're engulfed in a cloud of smoke. Uh, 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 Where are you? uh, Hiding in smoke, eh? uh, Cowardly Nancy. uh, uh, Punch uh, the kid. uh, uh, Ooh, uh, uh, right in the cowardly balls. uh, 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 My butt. uh, You Germans have a word for everything. You got a word for this? Schadenfreude. I take pleasure in your pain. Oh, you sick fuck. Oh, my hands are tired. And for my final trick, Nazi poke boink. Ah, ah, right in the eye. Uh, where'd he go? Use your other eye. Great. Now I like depth perception. What if I want to watch a 3D movie? He's making a break for the bell tower! Meyerkopf reaches the bell tower and ascends the moonlit stairs. It's night now. Mick bursts through the door of the top floor like an erotic angel of vengeance, but there's no one there. Suddenly, a gun presses to the back of his skull. Not even taking the time to look around corners. Tut, tut, tut. What was it your mistress said? All bronze and no brains? So funny. 
She's not my mistress. Oh, why not? She's a catch. You're a catch. Get to the point. My point is that it takes time to know what you want from a relationship. Sometimes in life our paths diverge, only to converge later on. It's like when I was a young boy, growing up in Stuttgart. We had this... I mean your whole operation. What's going on here? Oh, Mick, it's very simple. You see, this started years ago, four years ago to be precise. We started... Colonel Meyerkopf explains the reason why the Nazis would want to infiltrate the monastery. It's something to do with... Smuggling. And then you laundered the money in a cash business like a laundromat or an arcade, something like that. And it's not just here, Mick. We are everywhere. Why does he keep saying that? Tell him to stop saying that. Any last words? Oh no. How is Mick going to get out of this one? Do something, Mick. Do something fucking awesome. How about a tune? Ooh, wunderbar. I love songs. Mick whistles the tune to time to say goodbye. Excellently. But the rights are still pending. Mick's tune rings out throughout the rafters and into the night sky and is soon accompanied by the faint flapping of wings. Suddenly, a blackbird strikes the bell at the top of the tower and then another... Dozens, no, hundreds of blackbirds crash into the bell, all unquestionably ending their own bird lives. Avian blood rains down on Mick and Colonel Meyerkopf as the bell starts to swing wildly, impossibly wildly. Oh no, that bell is going to break free from its hinges, fall down and then kill me. Splat! The bell does indeed obliterate Colonel Meyerkopf. Mick kneels on the ground, hurt, exhausted, relieved. He now understands the pain of childbirth, maybe even more than an actual mother. This moment is briefly ruined by the altar boy weeping, likely traumatized for life. Mick stumbles up, covered in feathers and bird blood. Mick, you're okay? (sighs) Don't call me Mick. Call me... Mick looks at all the blackbird feathers stuck to him and thinks about all his previous encounters with blackbirds, about the blackbird in Rock Bottom's boxing gym, about his old calling card with the blackbird insignia, about the fact that he himself used to go by the name Blackbird as a special agent, and about how his surname, since birth, is Blackbird. Bloodbird. What was wrong with Blackbird? Okay, Blackbird. Let's get out of here. Elijah? Thanks, Elijah. You're not so bad yourself. Now, full speed ahead. And so, having found his purpose in bloody combat... Our hero returns to Casablanca with his companions to rehearse for the big show. What challenges await them? Tune in next time. Heyo, it's Corey from the Bootsy Voice here. I just wanted to tell you about a comedy show you Blackbird listeners might like called Phoning It In. It's an improvised phone-in show hosted by Dave Coffey and featuring some of the funniest comedians and improvisers out there. Each week, the comedians have no idea what they're calling in to complain about until the host introduces them live on air. And the results are very funny. Think Joe Duffy, but funnier. (laughs) New episodes are coming out on Headstuff, so check them out. 
Phoning It In is back. Hello, my name is Dave Coffey and I'm the host of Phoning It In, the hilarious improvised phone-in show. Think Joe Duffy meets your favourite Irish comedians. Our first episode back is already out and features the young hot guys, Tony Cantwell, Shane Danburn and Killian Sunderman. This season we'll also have lots of bonus material available on Headstuff Plus, including new improv-style games with all your favourite guests. Phoning It In is available every fortnight wherever you get your podcasts and on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. The Bootsy Boys' Michael Flatley's Blackbird is a Headstuff production presented by Mob Theatre Dublin. The show was written by the Bootsy Boys, directed by Mikey Fleming, edited by Michael Sullivan, and performed by Edwin Salmon and Finbar Doyle, featuring the Bootsy Boys. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Bootsy Boys. If you'd like to support our podcast endeavors and access super sexy bonus Blackbird content, consider becoming a member of Headstuff Plus at headstuffpodcast.com. And if you like this podcast, please share it with a friend, rival, or anyone you think is super sexy. I know I will. But seriously, this process was the absolute best and your support really means a lot. So thank you. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Thank <laughs> you.